This podcast is brought to you by The Empowerment Project. It's for kids and all the trusted adults who love them and want them to stay safe, empowered, and thriving. My name is Sylvia Smart, and I've been teaching martial arts and self-defense to kids since, well, well, probably kids, since your parents were very little kids, maybe even before they were born. Yep, I'm pretty old, but only on the outside. I totally remember what it's like to be a kid. Kids, we're going to talk with other kids and hear how they powered up and stayed safe when things happened to them that felt weird or icky, things they'd never had to deal with before, things that maybe even felt creepy or scary. They're gonna tell us what happened and what they did to protect themselves. Having a podcast just for you is a great way to learn this stuff, and I am so glad you're here. And trusted adults, We're going to empower you to have conversations about this stuff with your children as they grow and learn and practice these very essential life skills. Sometimes we'll talk with other parents too. All of this is going to be age appropriate with my end game being protecting kids and keeping them safe. I want to empower your kiddos to use their voices, to set their own boundaries, and to talk to you and tell you anytime something happens that makes them feel uncomfortable. Research proves that self-defense training makes you safer, period. Ultimately, I'm gonna want you to get some in-person physical training, but a great kid self-defense class is so much more than just the physical skills. I'm really glad you're here. I've been doing this stuff for a really long time, and I wanna teach you everything I know. It's time to power up. Welcome to the first episode of the Power Up Kids Self-Defense podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I host another podcast too. It's called The Empowerment Podcast by Naga, and it's an empowerment self-defense podcast for adults. Prevention is a huge piece of the empowerment and the self-defense puzzle, and there's no better lo- better time to learn this stuff than as we're growing up because we're learning all sorts of great things all the time and this is such a life skill. I'm so glad to be doing this and I'm so glad that you're with me. I'm a mom too, besides being a self-defense teacher and honestly, my kids were probably my best teachers. I was already a black belt and had been teaching self-defense to kids for years by the time they started school, but wow, watching them grow and develop into amazing human beings, watching them interact with friends, coaches, teachers, and family, they showed me where I could hone my teaching and make it connect more, make it more relevant make it more effective and just all around better. My plan, just so you know, is to keep these episodes short, like 15 to 20 minutes with clear titles and descriptions so you know what to expect. Use them in whatever way works best for you and your family. Each of us has what I call our self-defense toolkit. We all have one, kids, even you. And my aim is to help you figure out what you already know 
what's already in your toolkit and to teach you new tools that you can keep in your toolkit. Maybe things you don't know yet or things you haven't tried. We're going to build up your toolkit so that if you ever need it, you have lots of things you can do. I always ask the kids in my classes, what is self-defense? I like to start here at the very beginning and get on the same page. If I asked you that, I bet you would tell me something like, it's about learning how to stay safe, or it means learning how to protect myself. And yes, you are exactly right. Self-defense is a life skill. What do I mean? It's something you can use for the rest of your life. Here are some examples of what I mean by a life skill. If you've ever been around water, like a river, a lake, or a swimming pool, I bet you know about safety around water, right? Like, so first and foremost, how to make sure you don't breathe when you're under the water. That's pretty basic. I know that. But still, that's a life skill. It's pretty important that you know that. And there are other things around water that are important too. Things that you probably already know, like how to swim if you fall in, how to keep your head above water, stuff like that. If you're around water, we want you to know how to be safe. This is a life skill. If you've ever walked along a busy street or road, I bet you know all about keeping on the sidewalk, looking both ways before you cross the street, not running after a ball if it starts rolling into the road, right? We want you to be safe when you're around traffic. That's a life skill. When you have a fire drill at school, you know what to do when the fire alarm goes off, right? You practice this every month. You know how to line up and get out of the building, and you know where to meet up with your classmates and your teachers away from the school building and away from the fire. This is about keeping you safe in case there's ever a school fire, which, of course, we all hope never happens. But still, if it does, we want you to know what to do. These are life skills. Things that we teach you starting from when you're really little, and now you know these things, and you probably don't even think about them very much, but they're part of you. They're part of your life skill smarts. This is all the stuff you know about how to stay safe. Does that make sense? Well, self-defense is the same thing. It's all the things we want you to know about staying safe, but when you're around people. So rather than water or traffic or school fires, people. How to know when something's wrong and what to do about it. How to keep away from situations that might end up being scary or uncomfortable. And how to protect yourself if you ever have to. Again, kids, we all hope you never have to use this stuff, but it's really good to know just in case. It's a life skill. When kids come to self-defense classes with me, usually one of the next questions I ask them is why they're there. Why are you here? About half the kids say something like, because my mom made me or because my dad said I have to. And the other grown-ups and I always laugh out loud every time, kids, you crack me up. But also then after that good laugh, at least half of the kids always shout something like, stranger danger, or say things like, to know what to do if a bad guy comes to get me and take me away. I mean, it's really dramatic. Kids, the first thing I want you to know is that most adults, and this includes strangers, most adults are decent, kind, solid people who don't 
ever want any harm to come to kids. Honest, this is true about most adults, even strangers. In fact, sometimes it's the strangers who jump in and help you stay safe. Sometimes it's the strangers who you can ask for help. We're going to talk about all of this soon because I want you to know how to be able to tell who's a safe adult that you can count on, even strangers. And I'm going to want you to know how to recognize when you're getting a funny feeling about another kid or an adult who might be unsafe for you. And these people might not be strangers. They might even be people that you know. This whole idea of stranger danger, it seems to do not a lot more than make kids scared of anyone they don't know. It seems like there's a lot of fear out there that's just not necessary and is actually causing harm. Unfortunately, there are still a lot of self-defense classes for kids that focus mainly on this stranger danger thing. Research shows us that this is a myth. It's just not true. So kids, you leave those types of classes feeling sometimes more scared than when you walked in. And I don't like that. And same thing for the grown-ups. They miss the entire point. They're not teaching you kids what you actually need to know because they're not talking with you about the situations that you actually have to deal with. So we're going to talk about all of this in one of the next episodes. But for now, everyone just take a deep breath with me. Ready? Take a deep breath. (sighs) Breathing is good. That's obvious, right? It keeps us alive, for goodness sake. But did you know that it can also help you when you feel nervous or afraid? Yeah, breathing breathing is really cool. I mean, aside from the fact that it keeps us alive. So try it again. Take a deep breath in through your nose and then exhale really big through your mouth and feel what happens in your body. So breathe in through your nose, big breath out through your mouth. Do you feel your body relaxing? Did you know that you could do that? I think this is so cool. We're going to breathe together a lot because it's one of the most important tools in your self-defense toolkit, and you already know it. We all know how to breathe, but we're going to practice how to use breathing in ways that you may have never thought about before, ways that help make you more powerful. Okay, moving on. What I envision for this podcast is that adults and kids can listen together and then talk about anything that comes up. That or adults, you can listen first and then kids, you can listen next or however it works, whatever you want to do, however you want to use it. I'm just glad you're here. My intention is that we talk about self-defense in a way that's engaging and instructive and empowering. My hope is that kids feel like they have tools they can use and that adults that you feel like you can talk to the kids about their self-defense toolkit. Kids, I want you to know how to set strong boundaries, how to use your voices, how to speak up, how to stand up for yourselves and other people, and more than anything, how to keep yourself safe. I want you, the beloved adults, to be able to help the kids practice, process, and role play. I want you to be the safe person they can always tell when things feel weird or uncomfortable or scary for the rest of their lives. 
Kids, I want you to know that sometimes when you tell adults, like at school or when you're away from home, that something's happening that feels uncomfortable or unsafe, the first person you tell sometimes doesn't actually do anything to make things safer for you. A lot of times you have to tell someone else and maybe keep telling until you find the right adult the one who's actually going to listen to you and either help you figure out what to do or realize that the situation calls for an adult adult to step in to make it better. So adults who are listening, I want to help you be that person for all the kids in your life. I've watched us adults bungle this a lot. Kids speak up and we don't listen. We discount what they're saying. Or if we do listen, often we don't actually do the things that would make the situation better or safer. Sometimes it's because we just don't know what to do or we don't know how to respond. Maybe we had a similar experience when we were kids and we go into reaction mode or denial mode. Whatever it is, it makes helping nearly impossible. So I want you, the adults, to be able to be there for the kids so that you can really listen and discern how best to support your child and also to know when to step in if you need to and how to do that. Sometimes it'll be just me chatting with you. I'll be telling you stories about stuff that happened to me or to kids I know. We'll be picking apart the stories and looking at what tools they used to make things better and safer and how it worked. We're going to keep adding tools for your self-defense toolkit. Other times, I'm going to be interviewing kids, and we'll be hearing about things that happened to them that were icky or weird or even scary. We're going to learn what they did, what tools they used, and we're going to find out how that worked for them and how it made things better and safer. Sometimes they figure it out themselves, and sometimes they get an adult to help them out. And sometimes both things happen. But in all our stories, the kids use their self-defense tools and make things safer, not just for themselves, but for all the other kids too, which is really cool. This means the kids in their school, their summer camp, their neighborhood, on their team, in their family, all the places where you go to learn and play and live your very best life, all the kids get safer because of what one kid does. It's very very cool. That's how self-defense works, especially especially empowerment self-defense. It's about everybody. We're also going to talk to grown-ups who remember things that happened to them when they were kids. They're going to tell us what they remember, what they did, how they made awkward, weird, icky, and scary situations better. We're going to find out what tools worked best for them and why. When we hear these stories and pull them apart together, we can find out what worked and what didn't, and we'll find out how kids first noticed that something was wrong, figured out what was going on, and then decided what they needed to do about it. This is a great way to learn how this works how your toolkit works. I call this empowerment. That's because when you can notice something that makes you feel uncomfortable and then do the things that it takes to change it, to make things safer for yourself and for other people, this builds our confidence. It's great. This is true for kids and for adults. The more we step into and own our own power, the more comfortable we'll be doing it again and again, 
and again for the rest of our lives. And by doing this, the safer we make the world for everyone else. Bottom line, this is all about making you safer and making the world a better place for everyone, period. Okay, I promise to keep these episodes short. I can't wait to talk with you again. I think next time I want to talk about your first line of defense, your body. I have a story to tell you about something that happened to me when I was a kid and what I did and what I didn't do and what I learned from all of it because there were so many things I didn't know. I want you to be able to learn from my story and to be able to handle an icky situation better than I did. Kids, I have a fun thing we're going to do together in just a sec. Bear with me. This next 30 seconds is for the grown-ups. Adults, I appreciate so much that you're dedicating time and energy to make the world a safer place for all the kids. Thank you for listening with them and learning alongside them. I do this work. I take on the expenses of this work because I think it's really important. If you'd like to support me, I'd be really grateful. You can find links to my Buy Me a Coffee page or to my website podcast donation page in the episode description. Thanks for supporting this work. Let's do this. Let's make the world safer for all the kids. Please review this podcast and share it with your friends and family. This helps spread the word and make this information more visible and accessible for everyone. And by the way, if you or your kids have an experience or story that you or they would be willing to share with me and our listeners, I'd love to hear it because this is how we learn from one another. Sharing and telling our stories is powerful. It's a gift we can give to one another, and it's a path toward our own healing. Anyway, connect with me if you want. There's uh, a link in this episode description for how to do that. Okay, everyone, take care and be safe. And now it's wrap-up time with the kids. It's wrap-up time. No kids' self-defense class is complete until we've shouted together about how amazing we are. So here's what I want you to do. First of all, make sure it's okay to shout and be loud. Like, make sure no one's on the phone or working from home or trying to take a nap. And by the way, if it's not an okay time to shout, that's all right, too. You can use a quiet voice or even a whisper. Works the same. I'm going to say something, and I want you to repeat after me. Okay, so you figured out how loud you can be. Now, if you can, stand in a power pose with your feet planted about as wide apart as your shoulders are. If you can't stand up, sitting's fine too, but just feel your body connecting to the ground. And then do something that feels really powerful to you, like put your hands up in the air in a V for victory sign, or make fists and put them on your hips, or put both your hands on your heart, okay? So do something that feels really powerful to you. Take a deep breath and repeat after me as loud as you can. Here we go. I am a strong and powerful kid. I have the right to say no. No means no. And one last time with my favorite. I am a strong and powerful kid. And 
then we say, yes, yes, you rock. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Power Up Kids Self-Defense Podcast. I'll see you next time. And between now and then, stay safe and have fun. And for the adults, adults, I really appreciate that you're listening and sharing this podcast with your kiddos. Thank you for taking the time to do this. I do this work. I take on the expenses of this work because I think it's important. If you'd like to support me, I'd be most grateful. You can find links to my Buy Me a Coffee page or to my website podcast donation page in the episode description. Thanks for supporting this work. Let's do this. Let's make the world safer for all the kids. When you review this podcast and share it with your friends and family, that also helps spread the word. And I'd love it if you'd do that too. And by the way, if you or your kids have an experience or a story that you or they would be willing to share with me and our listeners, I'd love to hear it. This is how we learn from one another. Sharing and telling our stories is really powerful. It's a gift that we can give to others, and it's a path toward our own healing and empowerment. Anyway, connect with me if you've got something that you'd be willing to talk about sharing. There's a link in the episode description for how to do that. Take care and be safe.